first of all, yes, we need to be aware of what's happening. Awareness is, is the key to anything. And the, the more you're aware of it, the more knowledge you have, the more power you have to choose the direction that you're, that you're going to go. So with a lot of business owners, what I have seen is that they are continuing to and trying to operate the way that they always have. Welcome to the C-Suite Mentor, the place where you will learn the tools, strategies, and mindset to scale your business sustainably and build a lasting legacy. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. As a fellow CEO, I understand what it takes to scale a business to seven and multiple eight figures. It's not necessarily what you might think. It requires a complete shift in how you think, strategize, and execute key actions in your business. My mission is to help CEOs step back into the driver's seat of their business by optimizing their operations, empowering their team, and staying in total alignment with their big vision. So are you ready to exchange everything that hasn't worked for strategies that will? You're in the right place. So let's go. I had a conversation today with my team, and it was surrounding the topic of can you really scale your business in an economic downturn? And this conversation came from, I mean, as of the time of this recording, we have just gotten through Thanksgiving, all of the Black Friday sales, all the Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, we're into Giving Tuesday. And one of my um, team members, my assistant, my head of operations said to me, she said, I've seen so many posts out there and people are really scared like retailers, small businesses, because people, they've struggled with this holiday with Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, the promotions that they've done, they just haven't seen the sales come in. And they're really scared saying, should I keep my doors open? Should I keep going? Is this worth it? And just really being afraid. And she asked me, she said, what have you seen? Because I do work with small business owners. I go there, either I go there live or I work with them virtually. She's like, what have, you know, what have you seen? And really, what's your opinion about it? And the funny thing is, is because you know, I was supposed to do a, a podcast episode, full transparency, on you know, what it really takes to scale the seven figures. And I was kind of dragging my feet on it because I've had the question many times over and I've had the conversation with people about people's buying behaviors right now. And really the amount of businesses that have shut down in 2023 and kind of what the outlook is for the rest of the year, as well as into 2024. And I was kind of dragging my feet on doing a podcast on it for some reason, because, you know, I love talking about scaling businesses. And when I talked to my team today, they said, you know, Teresa, like, is the scale downturn? And the truth is, is yes, it absolutely is. And I gave them the example, and I'm going to give you this example, of a client that I have. He has multiple businesses, and he is in a small town in Pennsylvania, in, in, I guess it's what, northeastern Pennsylvania, north of where I live. It's actually in an area where I grew up called Bethlehem. Now, granted, Bethlehem is, um, it's a historic town. That area was central during the Revolutionary War. It has a lot of historical places in it. Plus, the main hotel that is right on Main Street was just voted USA Today's number one historic hotel in the country, which is pretty freaking amazing. 
But I periodically will attend merchant meetings with the owner of the businesses that I work with. And we'll go to marketing. They have separate marketing meetings. And then they also have this... um, because their their merchants association is through the chamber of commerce, which a lot of them are, and we'll go to the kind of the overarching meeting, the operations meeting, and then we'll also go to the marketing meetings. And the common theme that I've heard from a lot of business owners, and they've asked him this question, is how are you doing this year? I mean, we are definitely slower than normal. We're scared. We have expenses. Costs have gone up. Cost of food has gone up. Um, you know, cost of, of fuel and shipping has gone up and we're just not seeing the traffic that we normally see. And the truth is, is that for his businesses, he's actually seen a uptick in growth this year. Yes, we did experience higher costs. Um, he does import a lot of stuff from overseas and the rate of cost increases for importa- importation costs as well as just regular freight has just been astronomical. Plus the increase in utilities that they pay, gas, electric, um, sewer, water, like all of that has just gone up. And one of his his businesses is a restaurant and the cost of food has gone up. I mean, the beginning of the year, kind of to like the middle of the year, dairy was ridiculous, eggs, ridiculous, chicken, salmon, all of that stuff went up. So of course, you know, he did see a lot of the same challenges that these other business owners talk about. However, there was a difference in what we did versus what a lot of other business owners won't do or don't know or don't know that they should do, um, which is why a lot of businesses have closed or a lot of businesses are really scared about what's going on just all over. And the holiday shopping season and kind of what's going to happen with the remainder of the year and really what the future holds for them. And, you know, and the the other thing is, is my mentor, he is a finance expert. He is um, a CPA by trade, and he works with entrepreneurs to help them to build their wealth machine and to really get clear on their financials and build that machine that generates money, generates income for them so that they have multiple streams of income. And he even said to me, there's a lot of fear out there, a lot of fear surrounding you know, businesses and what to do. Should we take out a loan? Should we have credit card debt? Should we? And it's just, it's just a lot of stuff. And whether it's people, um, you know, with what the news has reported, I know the, the war that we're having going on right now, both of them has impacted people um, immensely, just from a, a mental standpoint, a society, like what's happening in society, it's just caused such, besides the economy, that has also caused a downturn, just in energy and what's going on in the world. And people really need something to help them feel better. And the truth is, is that the money, yes, during COVID and after COVID, people had you know, more disposable income. They don't have it anymore. There has been a lot of turmoil with layoffs in the market and just what has happened in corporate companies, uh, shrinking their expenditures, um, stopping travel, cutting costs, cutting marketing, cutting people, you know, all of that stuff. So you can imagine like the world is just hurting. (laughs) 
the world and society is hurting. And small business owners, and I will say it until my last breath, they are the backbone of the economy. And they are what keeps communities healthy. They're what keeps communities moving forward. And as we're going through all of these challenges between increased costs, increased healthcare, I mean, if you are a small business that offers healthcare in some form to your employees, um, there has been a huge increase in costs. There's been a huge increase in costs. Um, and I know I saw it with working with his businesses, not so much in my business, but with his businesses because he owns his building. So I saw a huge increase with his insurance, with his commercial lines insurance, um, the insurance on his property, the insurance on his cars, the insurance on you know everything that goes into commercial lines insurance. And it's just crazy. So of course, people are afraid. People are seeing through these Black Friday sales and all of this holiday early, you know, the first of holiday promotions. I mean, you saw retailers that were doing Black Friday sales since the beginning of November. Some, some I've even seen in from October, which is kind of crazy. And when I was asked this question today by my operations director and my marketing strategy officer, you know, they asked me, they said, Teresa, like, Again, is it really possible to scale? What's going to happen with these businesses? Should people be afraid? Should people, I mean, my operations director, she actually has an online business on the side. And she said, I, I didn't do as well as I thought I was going to do. You know, what do you think I should do? And here's the deal. Here's what it comes down to. I think that first of all, yes, we need to be aware of what's happening. Awareness is, is the key to anything. And the, the more you're aware of it, the more knowledge you have, the more power you have to choose the direction that you're, that you're going to go. So with a lot of business owners, what I have seen is that they are continuing to and trying to operate the way that they always have. So let's take retailers, for example, promotion to operate the way that they always did with society and shopping and customers who are different and the two don't align. People are different because of everything that's happened, because they're spending their money uh, differently, because they're trying to conserve cash, because costs have gone up, because people's employment statuses have changed, all the stuff that I mentioned. They're also, like I said, people are, there's a lot of hurt in this world. People are feeling stressed. They're feeling, it's um, a feeling of, of just being down, um, a feeling of questioning, what are we doing as a society? What are we doing as humanity with these wars starting and having that come over to, you know, to us in the States and impacting big cities, universities where people are getting hurt over supporting one country over another, supporting one culture of people over another. And it's just crazy. And I think, you know, that's one thing that I love about my client that I told you the story about is that he has a philosophy that we need to bring cultures together, not separate them out, not separate them. We look at it like this, all right? And we look at it like, what is going on in the world? How do people feel, right? And we look at our business and we're still trying to operate in the same mode of what Black Friday sales and small business Saturday sales have always been. They're not going to align. So of course, what's that going to lead to? 
a decrease in sales, a decrease in income, a decrease in revenue. So the first thing that we need to realize in being able to scale in an economic downturn as we've been in, and this, this, these are things, the three things that I'm going to give you that you can start with are the exact three things that I did with my own business, but things that I did with my clients, especially with the one that I'm giving the example of. I mean, he's got four businesses. And these three things are the exact things that we did to navigate and be agile in a time when there was a lot of turmoil going on, okay? Between what was happening in the world, what was happening with our economy, just what was happening in the local area. First, understand what the seasons are in your business. And when I say seasons, I mean, what seasons are you normally cash? Like you have a lot of cash coming in. And what seasons do you have the least amount of cash coming in? And just understanding what that looks like. Now, I've always talked about seasons and I'm going to talk about seasons in a different way right now. I've always talked about seasons in you know, when we are kind of running and things are a little bit more positive in the world around us, all right? But I'm going to talk about seasons in a little bit of a different way. And this is more granular and nitty gritty that I, I get into when I work with clients one-on-one. So when I talk about understand, we have times in our business where we have in a month, we just look at a month, we have, we're heavy on expenses, and when we're light on expenses and understanding how much cash we have coming in potentially and how much cash, obviously, if we know where our expenses are, we know what's going out. So some businesses are heavy on expenses in the beginning of the month. Others are at the end of the month. We also have businesses who can expect an influx of cash in the beginning of the month because of renewals or because of just um, how you know, things are within their local community. I know um, my client in Bethlehem, they have a lot of different events going on. And they typically fall in the middle of the month for some interesting reason. But so understanding what your seasons are, understanding, and this goes down to cash flow management, really understanding when cash is coming in and when cash is going out from a much more micro level um, when you're looking at even just the week, what are you starting off with? What need, when do you have payroll? When do you have expenses going out? When do your credit cards do? All of that stuff. Okay. Your retail establishment, when do you need to buy inventory? When is it going to ship? You know, like, and what does that look like from an expense and cost standpoint? So that's the first thing. And again, these three things are exactly what we did to really manage all of the ebbs and flows, more ebbs this year than flows with my clients' businesses, um, all of my clients' businesses, and again, my own business. So the first one is to understand your seasons. From a macro, normally I speak to it more, more macro. I'm sorry. Normally I speak to it more macro, but we're looking at it and you need to also understand more micro. Second thing is, is looking at what your business does. And I don't care if you're a service-based um, business, if you are a retail store, if you're a restaurant, if you're a yoga studio, doctor's office, I don't care. Every single business solves 
a problem for their customers. Every single business. So looking at your business and saying to yourself, okay, what is the problem? What is it that we do? What is it that we do here beyond the food that we serve, the product that we sell, the classes that we teach? What is it that we do here? What are we about? And that really should align with whatever your vision and purpose is, all right? Looking at that and saying, what is it that we really do here? What are we creating for our customers? How are we doing that? And number two, going along with that is what problem are we solving? And again, I don't care what business you are, you solve a problem. Every single business solves a problem. And if you don't know what problem you solve, you might want to try and figure that out. Whether you are a retail store, for example, my operations director, her retail store, the problem that she solves for people, yes, does she sell clothes? Absolutely. I'm a customer of hers. But the problem that she solves for people is she wants to make shopping easy. She wants to make shopping easy. She also wants to help people to find good clothes, good quality clothes that are sustainable, that serve them, that are perfect. Also, you know, are timeless, slow fashion. So she's very clear on the problem that she's solving for her customers, as well as how she's delivering that. Okay. What is she creating for them? Now, when we had this conversation, all right, she was saying, well, I did all these Black Friday promotions and I didn't do as well as I would have hoped. And she said, and I know a lot of other people were saying that they didn't do as well and that this was, you know, a really, really down, you know, holiday shop, start to the holiday shopping season and they were worried and concerned. So again, people's buying behaviors are different. Society is different. So my answer to her, I asked her those questions, understanding. So first of all, do you know what your seasons are on a weekly and monthly basis so that you know how your cash flow works? And all cash flow is, is money coming in, money going out, okay? And having a full, having understanding that. And then once you understand that piece of it, that's more like tactic and like, you know, hardcore strategy. But outside of that, understanding what is the problem that you're solving for people? Who is your customer? What are those things that they're concerned about? What are you creating for your customer in your business? And the last piece, this is number three, how can you do it better? What are the things right now, if we look at society in general, people are craving connection. Again, people want to feel better. They just want to feel better mentally, physically. There's been so much heaviness and there still is heaviness in this world. And I got to tell you, I'm not immune to it. I feel it myself. So we have to ask ourselves, how can we make people feel better? Plastering them with promotions for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Giving Tuesday, whatever Wednesday. I don't know. There's so many freaking ones out there. Like just plastering them with stuff and constantly being in their face. Is that making them feel better? Some people, yeah. Some people, no. I mean, I helped my client over the weekend on Black Friday and I was there yesterday. And yeah, we had people coming in saying, well, you don't have a Black Friday promotion on your website. Were they our ideal customer? No. (laughs) Did they buy anyway? Yes. Why? Because they come there all the time and they have said they like to come there because the place makes them feel good. All right. So people want to feel good. People want that experience that you create in your business. What you do is secondary. They care more about making them feel better. 
give you another example. I have another client who is a weight specialist and has a weight loss, medical weight loss business. This year, they normally do a traditional Black Friday promotion for their, their products and their services. This year, we did something different. And we appealed to what happens when people are trying to lose weight, Thanksgiving happens, what happens afterward, and how can we make them feel better? It wasn't about the product that they were selling. It wasn't about the service. It was how can we make them feel better and get through the after turkey dinner effect. So they put together something and again, put together a promotion, put it out there. And the way that they talk to people is they talk to them more about how they were feeling, how they could help, giving them some tools and some resources that they could use so that they could get through the holiday and still feel good, even if they gained a couple pounds, right? They could easily take it off with these tools and resources that they were giving them. But again, they approached it differently. They didn't do it the same old way that they've always done it or that everybody else was doing it. They did it their way. So when you're looking at your business, how can you do what you do so well? How can you do it better? How can you connect with people more? Help them to feel better. That is how we do things differently. We don't do things the same way that we've always done them because people are not the same as they've always been. So the two are not going to be in alignment. So just flashing Black Friday sales in front of people constantly, it's not necessarily going to work. Sure, are you going to get sales from it? Absolutely. Is it going to be huge? Probably not. But who knows? I don't know. From what I've seen, that kind of old playbook doesn't work anymore. So the other thing is, and I'm going to put this in there as a number four, is to understand that this is not going to last forever. This downturn is not going to last forever. It's not going to be here forever. Typical recessions last 11 months, 11 to, I think it's 11, 18 or something. But this isn't going to last forever. And the money didn't go anywhere. It's not like it just, somebody flushed it down the toilet and it's gone, right? It might feel like that, but it's not. It's still there. It's still circulating. It's still out there. So what do we need to do? We need to tap back into the core of our business. We need to understand what it is that we do, how we do it, how our business operates. And from there, we can do things better. We can manage our cash better. We can be more agile and be able to pivot when we need to pivot very quickly. We can serve our customers even to a greater extent, even when things are difficult. And we can just ultimately just make people feel better. And these four things, and I added the fourth one on, but these four things, realizing what the situation is, not running from the fear, not running from the frustration, not sticking our head in the sand, not just complaining about it, which is what a lot of people want to do. Um, Believe me, when I go to those merchants um, meetings, I'm like, wow, (laughs) People just want to complain. They don't want to, they don't want to do anything. They don't want to try anything to solve the problem. They don't want to try anything different. But the ones that do, the ones that are willing to put the extra work in there to do things different, to achieve different results than they've ever gotten, those are the people that are going to succeed. And those are the people that are going to scale no matter what's going on on the outside. 
those are the people that, and it's, it's, this is an old saying. My, I heard it from Maya Angelou first. People don't remember what you said to them necessarily, but they remember how you made them feel. And I like to always say to my customer, my clients is people don't remember what you sold necessarily. They don't remember what you said to them, but they, they will remember how you made them feel when they walked into your establishment when they had any kind of connection with you, human connection, phone, uh, a phone message, a Zoom call, whatever it is, they're going to remember how you made them feel. And that's what's important. And when we can really tap into that, that's how we're going to be able to continue to grow no matter what's going on on the outside. And again, this isn't going to last forever. So if you put these things into practice now, you're going to be even that much more ahead of the game once things start to, once the, the ship starts to right itself, once the economy starts to right itself, once we, we get some peace back in the world, um, and once we just really start to connect back together as a society, you're going to be 10 steps ahead of everybody else because you're going to be plugged in and connected to these things that are really going to help you to see results to have some cash cushion so that you can continue to do what you need to do to continue to grow. And I'm going to give you some little, a little tip. I'm going to be doing a 12 days of insights, something my team wanted me to do. I just literally just sent a spreadsheet of all of my insights and I actually have more to add. I was 110 on there from all my years being in business. Like I said, I have more to add. I just pulled out one notebook. I have to get the rest and put it on a spreadsheet. So my team wanted me to do this. And um, I'm going to go live every day from December 1st to the 12th. And I am going to give you insights and information so that you can set yourself up to have a breakthrough. I don't even want to say breakthrough, but just a breakout year in 2024 to really like far exceed any expectation or any goals that you set or anything that you could have ever imagined. So I hope you join me live on Instagram, live on LinkedIn, um, which are the two platforms that I go live on uh, for these 12 days of insights. And they're going to help you. I'm not even going to go there. I'll leave it as a surprise, but I hope you join me. I really am looking forward to doing this because they're insights that I don't think I have shared online. They're insights I tell my clients all the time. And clients have come back to me and said, hey, you know, I remember when you told me to do X, Y, Z, and it just made such a huge difference. So I hope you join me for those 12 days of insights. But until next time, remember, those who really make a difference in this world, learn from the past and create a better future from it. And I hope you do the same. And I want you to know, again, this challenges that we're going through right now, it's not going to last forever. Economies cycle, businesses cycle. We just need to be able to cycle with them. We just need to be able to pivot with them. And I know that if you implement these things and you listen to this podcast, you are going to be able to do that as well. So see you next week. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value on the show, please follow the podcast so you never, ever miss an episode. And I would love, love, love if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for me. 
even better, share the show with a fellow business owner ready to step fully into their CEO leadership role. Because right now, more than ever, the world really needs next level leaders. And by the way, did you know you can text me all your questions and get real-time feedback? You absolutely can. Just text the word CEO to me at 610-215-2838 to get connected. One last goodie for you before I go. If you're ready to scale your business and have a co-creator working right by your side, My C-Suite mentor program may be perfect for you and your possible new second-in-command. Just visit thecsuitementor.com to get started.